Welcome back, podcast listeners. And if you can't tell, this is Mia talking and I am back, baby. It's been three weeks and I've missed you guys, but I'm very excited to get back into the podcast groove. We're discussing a topic today called Stop Marinating and Start Taking Control of Your Life. As always, this information on this podcast is not designed to diagnose, treat or prevent any condition. It's for information purposes only and a platform to share personal experiences. Please seek advice from your healthcare professional before making any changes to your current lifestyle. Stay tuned because the Alpha Babes podcast is about to go live in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Alpha Babes podcast. You're here with the Alpha Babes sisters, Hannah and Mia. Hey, hey, welcome back to me. It's been three weeks, but who's counting? Um, I'm really excited. I'm counting. I know. Well, I'm excited. I've got my coffee here and I'm sitting across the table from Hannah uh, at a dinner table and I'm excited because it's been a while. It's been a minute and um, I've missed you guys. So welcome. you, you meant to say welcome back. Where's my grand entrance? I've been holding the fort down. I might be a little bit sour here. No, it's good to have you back. And uh, we know that Japan was cut a little bit short, but but you still carved it up like a boss on the snowfields. So for those of you that don't know, I had a trip to Japan. It was planned for 10 days. Uh, It was approximately... It was 12 days. Yeah, sorry. I was meant to be She kept telling everyone it was 10. It was literally 12. Two days of travel, but... Which counts? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it kind of does, yeah. But um, it, technically I had a five-day holiday and two days of travel because – So that's seven. Is, yeah, far <laughs> out. Yes, I can count. But, um, yeah, because Ryder wasn't doing well. We had a call from the grandparents who were watching him just saying, hey, um, we think you guys should come home. Ryder's not eating much. He's not sleeping well. He's having nightmares. And he's just really not coping with you guys being away. So we made the very hard decision to come home. I mean, we, it was hard to hear that, that he wasn't doing well. Um, but yeah, it was also equally as hard to leave because Japan is beautiful and I was carving. I was shredding the slopes. Oh, I reckon I definitely could have been sponsored by Red Bull. That's it. Like I was next There's level. no video proof of this, people. So <laughs> like we can just let her think that in her own head. But let me run with it. Yeah. So we're going to get into this topic. That's a side tangent of Japan. Um, but it's good to have you back and uh, to have the, the free-flowing dialogue between the two of us. It gets yep. a bit lonely when it's just yourself. Um, but we're going to talk about, uh, about marinating and we're going to really go into detail what it means to actually marinate in something. And we're not talking about barbecue chicken. We're, we're not. We're not doing a cooking <laughs> segment here. Um, but really, what it means to marinate in things, and it, and what it means to take control of your life. So, yep. Mia particularly loves this word. So I'm going to let her explain what it means to marinate in something. What it means to marinate is it that means to marinate in your excuses. So we just okay. Let me just get some contents behind this. We literally just did a Instagram post on this. If you are keen to like look at that, jump onto our Instagram, which is of course Alpha Babes underscore. Oh no, fuck! I fucked that up. Alpha, Alpha underscore, underscore Babes underscore. underscore. Oh my god, I don't even. She's so name. rusty. <laughs> <laughs> we just did a, um, a IGTV segment on that, and it was about you know having a crossroads in your life. And at one, when you get to this crossroad, you have on the right, you have 
you know, a choice and then on the left you have an excuse. But in the middle, in the middle is indecisiveness and that's what we call marinating. And so marinating, you can marinate in the choice of, in the choices, like you can marinate and be like, oh, wouldn't it be great and wouldn't it be great and this would be good, but no, you don't actually move or do anything or you marinate in your excuse of, you know, why you're stuck, why you are where you are, you know, why your life is the way it is. Or whose fault it is or, or all of that. But literally you stay exactly where you are. Yeah, you so marinate. You marinate. You're soaking in all the juices yeah. into your brain and into your body. So we want to make sure that you're marinating in the good stuff and that's what we're here about at Alpha Babes. We want to be giving you the the tools and the tricks to be able to help you make a decision that benefits your life and propels you forward. So I'm going to go down in a little bit of lines of a story uh, and Mia's also going to share a story as well. So I want you to know that being indecisive is literally just me in a box. I am so indecisive and mm. part of my indecisiveness comes from the fact that there's so many options and I have so many things that I could do and and I literally love a lot of stuff. I think that when you come from a big background of loving learning and, you know, seeing the best in everything, you you can become so overwhelmed that you do nothing. Um, in, my, in my early years, I feel like it's good to preference this, I couldn't make a decision unless somebody else made it for me. And um, literally I would go to my mom and I would say, mom, what should I do? And, and she, you know, she was the one that said, hey, I think you'd make a great teacher. So I thought, cool, I'll go be a teacher. Now, I didn't actually make that decision myself. I looked to my mom to make that decision. So she actually made that choice. I actually did a year and a half into teaching, went on my first prac, did year six and hated it. I ended up changing my degree. I did not know you hated it. Hated it. I hated it because... I had such a, from a young, young age, I had a, I already knew that I loved personal development so much. And when I was looking at the prac of teaching maths and spelling and all those sorts of things, I thought, well, how am I actually developing this person outside of just the education stuff? So I ended up switching my degree in alignment with what I wanted to do, which ended up being social work and working with youth. Um, Long story short, I went down that path, realized, uh-oh, um, I don't know if I want to do this as a career. Uh, I think I want to be a guidance officer and I had to go back to education, get two years experience teaching, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, what I'm what I'm saying is, is that if you are that person out there that looks to somebody else to make your decision, that's not cool. And I, and I want you to hear what, what happened to me, what the turning point was for me, because I was that girl. I was that girl all the freaking time. And I would constantly ask my partner, what should I do here? What, you know, what, blah, blah, blah. When I realized that every single time I asked somebody what I should do, what I literally was doing was handing my power over to them. And I was actually getting them to make a decision through their own perspectives, their own lens. Now, everyone has a unique look on life and they have their own beliefs and they've had the beliefs formed by different people outside of mine. But really what I was doing was giving them the power to make a choice about my life, looking through a different lens other than my own. Yeah, no one can do that. But I also think that it's like in the contents of that, I think you were asking people because maybe you didn't back yourself? I was very uncertain. And, and scared? 
Very but then, uncertain. But then there's people who will ask others because they want somebody else they can blame if shit goes south. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to go, oh, right, well, I'll ask my husband and, you know, if it doesn't go well, well, then it's his fault. Or if I don't stick to this, it's, you know, it's, it's Sally's fault. It's always Sally. Always Sally. Sally. Always Sally. It's, it's Sally's fault because I didn't lose the weight or whatever it was. So you, you can – you either – choose indecisiveness or let other people choose your life because of A, you can't back yourself and you're scared and it comes out of fear or B, you want to be able to blame someone. Because if, it, because if you fail, easy. because if you fail yes. or shit goes to shit, you you want to know that it wasn't because of you, you want to know it's because somebody else told you to do that. And that's such a fucking cop out. It's such a cop out because, you know, Again, you're you're already you're basically foreseeing that you will fail. Because if you didn't envision yourself failing, you wouldn't have to you wouldn't have the need to want to blame someone. Because you know mm-hmm. in yourself you're like, no, I've fucking got this. This is it. It's happening. I'm losing twenty kg, boom. And you don't need anybody else to help you, you know, convince yourself otherwise. So you're basically setting yourself up to fail if you go down that marinating route, we'll call it. Yeah. No marination here on the Alpha Babes, no. unless it's the good stuff, the we good just, juices. Yeah, just natural juices. <laughs> Your natural awesomeness. So I want you to hear that being indecisive was something that I've had to un unlearn um, and it's like it's skill that I've had to really – go, hang on a minute, what is it that I want to do in this situation? Now, I'm still scared making choices. Um, I still have to, you know, I still have to make that myself. I can't look to somebody else to do that. Otherwise, I give my power away. Um, but one of, the, one of the key things, and this is, this is tip number one. We're not sure how many tips we're giving you today, but this is tip <laughs> number one. We're freestyling. We're, we're freestyling. Um, tip number one is to propel you into action and to stop marinating in not knowing what decision to make is to really know your values. Yeah. You have to really know what it is that lights you the F up. Now, if you are only new to listening to us, you need to go back and listen to our value podcast. In fact, we should do a version two of this, I reckon. But the podcast is called What Does Success Mean to You? I think it's like episode number 24 or something like that. But we talk a lot about values. We give you an exercise in there to do. But if you don't know what your values are and you cannot like list them off your top three, like go me your top three values, whatever. Um, family happiness. Oh, sorry. My microphone went funny. Um, family happiness, um, wealth and uh, success. No, what was, what's the other word for it? No, I don't know. Uh, accomplishment. Sorry. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. So family happiness, accomplishment and wealth. Okay. Top three. Yeah. Yours? Uh, mine was, was physical and mental health. Always. I'm making sure that my health, both mentally and physically, is at number one, personal development and generosity. Yeah. So knowing yeah. that means I can make an informed decision. It's a game changer. Like really, really highly recommend listening to that podcast. It, his, it, it has helped me immensely. And it's helped our relationship because – what can happen is when you don't know each other's values, you put your own values onto another person. Mm. And that is not cool because it's like looking at Mia's life through Hannah's eyes. Now, that's I'm never going to be able to have her unique perspective in it um, because I'm not Mia. So 
It's also really helpful to know your partner's values as well. So it'd be yeah. a good episode to listen to with your partner so but that you know. Moving forward, we're not talking about values. We are talking about non-marination. But but as, we're talking about tip number one, which yeah. is to know your values yes, so that correct. you don't marinate. And, and back to that tip number one point is – if I know my top three values, now values are your legs that carry your goals, they're, they're the things that actually make you happy, the things that make you feel and flow, the things that make you just be you. If you know that and then you're looking at a decision and you're going, okay, cool, is this decision going to support my mental health and my physical health? Is this decision going to support my personal development? Is this decision going to allow me to be generous with yeah. however I choose? Now, if you don't, if you can't clearly see that, then I would question. I'd go maybe look at a different decision to make. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that I know for me and my, just one of my massive decisions that I've made in my life, um, there's been several, but I came to a crossroad in my life and we spoke about this on IGTV about, um, and in a, sorry, previous podcast about I was in a domestic violent relationship and that was a big that was a big crossroads where I came in my life was do I stay or do I go? And I think that for me, what helped Hannah just asked me before this podcast, like what helped you make that decision to leave? And I honestly believe without knowing at the time and just reflecting on it now, I think what I instinctively did was do that value check. I thought this doesn't align with what I who I am. Well, you know, my number one value was family happiness and I was not happy within the family that I had, you know, my partner and I, that d- dynamic that we had, the household we had, I was miserable. And so my number one value was at conflict 24-7. And although it took me four years to leave, um, I think ultimately that is how I was able to stop making the excuse of maybe he'll change, maybe he'll get better, maybe everything he says about me is true, maybe I'm nothing and worthless and this is all I deserve. And then, you know, I I was able to actually make the choice to leave because kept coming back to the same point of I'm out of alignment. Something's not right in my life. This is, this is, I I think I, I think there's more. That's that's when I made the choice and I was shit scared. I made the choice to leave. And it's funny, you know, everyone talks about, but not going to rant on about domestic violence, but if you know somebody that's going through something like that, it's a really incredibly hard decision to make. You know, from the outside in, you think, oh, well, you know, you're getting, you're getting beaten, you're getting called names, you know, they don't treat you with respect, just leave, it's easy. It's really not easy. It's really, really t- difficult and you get, it depending how long the person's been with them, you know, you get so sucked into your surroundings and that constant negativity that you live and breathe it and you honestly think those horrible things that they say about you, you believe them, you believe that they're true. So trying to go against all of that and all that you know and choosing something else is really fucking hard and scary. But I'm, I'm, I am a success story and I'm really proud of the decision I made because 10 years later I've got a life that I'm so incredibly proud of. But it, it had to come at a cost of me making a really, really hard decision at that time and, and one that um, I think will always be one of the hardest decisions I made. Mm. But also your greatest decision My greatest. Made. My greatest. I wouldn't be where I am today without it. So – 
if you're in the land of indecision and you've got to make a decision, the, the, the one of the other so tip two we're going for tip two here. Um, another decision, another tip that I use is I I think about my life. I envision what my life would feel like, look like, sound like if I was to make this decision. So, for example, I'll put this in um, in context of a story. So, um, you know, I was down the career path. I reached my ultimate goal of what I thought was going to be my happy forever as a guidance officer. And uh, I got there and I was like, "Uh uh-oh, this this wasn't what I thought. And I had to make a decision right then and there. So I closed my eyes and I thought about what my life would be like in 40 years' time in this job and, and, you know, and doing, and doing what I did. And when I envisioned what it looked like, what it felt like, what it sounded like, I wasn't happy. Mm. And I came to a realization that if I didn't take any action, then that was going to be my next 40 years of my life. And I, I just knew that it didn't feel right. So I'm a very intuitive person. Um, it, I just, in, in the depth of me, I was like, I just, I know that there's something different for me. So with that came a little bit of action. So Alpha Babes was born, you know, you've heard a little bit of this story already, um, but I did it slowly. And I need you to hear that when you're making such a massive, like I was literally like the Titanic, I, you know, was steering my life down a particular way and I had to make a decision and it takes time to steer your big Titanic ship in a different direction. And for me, who's majorly impatient, uh, I probably don't give myself enough credit for the absolute enormity in my decision to step out of education altogether and go down a business path of alpha babes and life coaching and all of those things. I don't think I give myself enough credit for actually doing that because it's happened so slowly. That's right. my viewpoint on it. Um, so don't be discouraged if you're making a decision and you've made a decision that that you're scared of making if it's not happening as fast as you want it to happen to because it takes a long time to, to steer a ship and steer a ship in a completely different direction. So when I closed my eyes and I thought about what it would feel like to have a business with my sister, what it would feel like to run retreats, what it would feel like to coach girls on on the phone in and moving them forward in their life in positive ways through health and fitness, through personal development, I couldn't help but smile. I couldn't help but embody this feeling of this is right for my life. Mm. Yet I didn't know what the hell to do. Yeah. And so my tip too is think about what your so say if you're in a decision, let's just go back to me as example, you're in a relationship, you don't know whether to stay or leave. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to think about what it would be like to stay in that relationship for the next 10, 20, 30 years, what it would feel like, what it would sound like, you know, um, what it would look like. And then I want you to think about if you were to leave, what it would feel like, look like, sound like. Now, obviously, when you break up from someone, it's um, – it's really hard the first couple of months, like holy dooly, but, you know, each day that goes past, 
it gets a little bit easier but you also open up you're you're kind of really vulnerable because you don't know who's going to come into your life you don't know what opportunities are going to be there but it's also very exciting yeah as well so tip two is is really put yourself in a 10 20 year prediction and think about and just really be silent in those thoughts and think is is this is this light me the f up yeah I also want to talk about like, so we've obviously spoken about really big life-changing stuff like changing a career, leaving an abusive relationship, like that's pretty hardcore, right? What about like the everyday little tiny decisions that we, that come about every, every minute? Like eat the Kit Kat, don't eat the Kit Kat? Pretty much. Like, um... You know, well, what do you do in that instance? So you, you you started out in a new fitness plan or whatever. Um, you you've got a big goal you want to meet, and then you're like, okay, well, to do this, I I know I know I have to go down this path. But then you come to a crossroads, and it's it's fucking morning tea time in the office, and there's this goddamn cupcakes, and then the cookies, and God, it smells so good, and you can almost taste it. And you're like almost you're like shaking. The like, dog salivating. Yeah, man. Like Homer Simpson salivating. But that's that's a crossroad. Every decision that you make will lead you on the path that you ultimately want to be on. So I think about I think about for myself when I was in a position where I didn't want to be. Like if I looked at my life and I'm like, fuck, like this isn't what I want. Like I think I deserve better and why am I where I am? And and then you think about, well, actually I'm there because it's it, that's me. That's all of those little decisions that I made along the way. That's all of those crossroads that I've come out. And over time I've or, I've chosen the path that I that I ultimately want to be on. You know, so if you are embarking on a 20 kilo weight loss, but yet you, you know, you keep going on the Snickers route, you keep taking that Snickers and everything, you're going to end up, you're going to end up taking the excuse road, the easy way. But then, you know, and and where you end up is going to be a reflection of yourself and and that's your own undoing. It's not what you ever want to hear, but you are where you are because of you. I love that. I love how real that is. I love how raw that is because there's no blame. There's no chance to to scurry your way out and go, oh, well, I'm not where I want to be because of this person or because of my situation or my favorite because of the upbringing that I had and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, the God has got to come a point where you take ownership and you go, no, I am 20 kilos overweight because that's because of me. It's because of the crossroads and the, the constant road that I keep choosing. That is on me. And I get very fired up about that because it it, it shits me because um, we all have the power and I have given my power away, just like Hannah said before, time and time and time again. And I think there's something so liberating about knowing that, yeah, okay, sure, you've taken the Snickers route, great. Um, but I think there's something so empowering of going, oh, wait, oh, no, I don't actually have to take that road. I have the choice to take the carrot route or whatever <laughs> it might be, you know what I mean, for lack of a better example. But um, you hold the power. You have all the capabilities already inside you. It doesn't ma- matter if you're old, if you're young, if you're overweight, underweight, if you've got no career or if you're super successful, all of this stuff, it doesn't matter where you are in your life or what the circumstances are before you. You have the power at every minute, at every week, month, year, 
you hold the power to every single crossroad, every mm. single one. And, you know, I uh, just listening to you as a life coach with my life coach ears oh, on. Oh, good. Um, great. Is this a live analysis? No, I've been, yeah, I'm coming in live. <laughs> Dr. Phil is here. Um, no, I think, I think what Mia is articulating here and why she gets revved and passionate is in life when you've had choices made for you, and you've had your power taken away and you have felt vulnerable and like you had no way out, when you actually learn that you hold the power and that you make the choices and nobody else does, it does review the F up. Oh, because it's, so ex- it's exciting. It's exciting. Oh, and man. Like let me just say 100 years ago, a hundred years ago, we didn't have the same rights that we have now. No. We we weren't able to make the choices that we make now. You think even about you know gay marriage and 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 the fact that you know people can love marry the love of their lives no matter what gender they are. Yeah. You know we didn't have that choice a hundred years ago. In fact, you were literally like scolded upon. Yeah. You know we have the power to make choices in ways that we never used to be able to. So why would we discredit that? Why would we just be lazy with that? Why would we just continue to make excuses? We actually have the power to make choices in ways that we've never been able to have. Exactly. And so while people, you know, I've spoken to my clients about this particular topic before and and I look at their face when I say, you know, it's exciting, like you hold the power, this is great. And they look at me and they just they look discouraged and I know why is because they beat themselves up at the fact that they've made excuses for so long and it's absolute it's it doesn't matter what happened yesterday or last week or last year is irrelevant to right now right now is all that matters you know the power of now that's another good podcast you guys need to listen to that we spoke about a little while back it's 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 the moment right now where you are, if you're driving, if you're, you know, listening at work, it's the power of right in this very moment that you have control of. Who gives a shit about last week? Who gives a shit if you made an excuse not to go to the gym yesterday? Who cares? You can't do anything about that now. But what you can do is something about you, you can make the right decision today at, you know, at morning tea. You can make the right decision to have the better choice of food. You can make the right decision to you know, reply to a text in a better way. You can make the right decision to to put your partner first or whatever it is. Um, you, know, you have the power. So forget about yesterday. Forget about all those excuses that you once made because you can't do anything about that. But you can do something about the ones in the future. Another game changer, tip number three. We're going for tip number three here. Who would have thought we got three tips on the Alphabet podcast? But um, – <laughs> One of the one of the statements that I read just recently just really opened my eyes to things and it was this your view of the past needs to change. Yeah. Because when we look in the past, what we always do is shame ourselves. We always say, Oh, you know, in the past I haven't been able to lose weight. In the past I haven't been able to go and study because of what happened in school. In the past I haven't done this. Your goal is to change your perspective on the past and put that into your future. So in the past is the past. You cannot change that. But if you turn around and go, I am determined to make my future a success. I am determined to have a weight loss journey 
that I am in control of, that I make. Don't worry about what the past says. Rewrite it how you want it to sound in the future. So in the past, you may not have been able to make excuses. Um, in the, I mean, sorry, Mia was just sign languaging to me and I lost my whole train of thought. <laughs> Bloody hell. Focus, man. No, like you're like fingering like the air. I can't even see. I'm um, fingering the air? <laughs> yeah, whoops, that was a slip of a word. Um <laughs> Let me get focused you had con- You have control of your choices. You have control of your choices, but we beat ourselves so much up because we think that failure is the worst possible thing in the whole damn world, and it's not. It is feedback. It is feedback that at that time in your life, you might not have been able to go on that 20K weight loss journey, but it doesn't mean that from right now, you you don't have the skills or the ability to. It's one foot in front of the other. It's you rewriting your past in the future tense of what it is that you want to create. You're coming from your higher, your, your most powerful place, which is envisioning what you want to achieve. And keeping that at the forefront of your mind. So why do we disservice ourselves and think about the negatives and think about what happened in the past and all the failures? Why do we honor that? Why don't we honor the fact that, you know, we can be the success story in the future or the inspirational story that people look to? I mean, there are hundreds and thousands of girls on Instagram who have gone on a weight loss journey and and what they did was just put one foot in front of the other. They're no different to you. Oh, man, I'm so – exactly. They're no different to you. We're, we're, we're no different to you. We're just two girls doing our best. And that's all – that all is what life is requiring of you is to show up as your best, yeah. to be the best version of yourself, not to be like anyone else, not to sound like anyone else, not to copy anyone else, but just to be you because that's your unique gift to the freaking world. And yeah. when you know yourself – and this is why – this is ready for me to get revved – this is why I love personal development so much because when you know yourself intimately inside and out, you know what makes you happy, you know what makes you scared, you you actually know what holds you back and you work through that, then anything is possible. It's the people who do not know themselves well, who do not take that journey of personal development that wander through life aimlessly and not saying that that's bad. But it's just something that's undirected. You're using, you, you've got all this potential, you've got all this energy, you've got all this stuff that you could be doing, but because you don't truly know your direction, you're going nowhere. And I think that it would be very exciting to be uh, going on a journey that you knew where you were going. Like that's really what makes a journey exciting sure. is to have that end destination in mind. But you've really got to know you. You've got to know yourself and you've got to know what makes you happy, what makes you scared, what what holds you back, what puts you into action. You know, all of those things are super important because the more you know yourself, the more you can rely on yourself. And that's, that's I said it to Mia just today. I said, you know, you do a lot of your life on your own. Yeah. You really do. You you might have people that come alongside you and walk along, but at the end of the day, you're alone in your own thoughts and you've got to stand back and you've got to be proud of you and proud of how you turned up for that day. And proud of the choices that you made. Yeah. Exactly. So remember, And owning the excuses that you made too. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. Ownership is the most freeing thing you'll ever experience. Yeah. I had ownership. It. Oh, man, I love that. We had ownership. I had ownership. I had ownership this year where I literally 
I'm studying a PT course, guys, just FY, um, because I feel like it would help. Even though I've been an athlete for many years and I know that, I just want I want the damn paper. I want the certificate. Hannah's a certificate chaser. She yeah. loves all, you know, all the, the trophies. Yeah. I'm a trophy <laughs> snatcher. Um, no, but literally I did nothing. And if you watch my Instagram TV on the 90-day board, I've literally completed the Cert 3 component, in which I had about 65% left to do. I did that in six weeks because I became focused. I actually had to reflect and listen on all of the excuses that I made last year. I made choices last year not to do it. Yeah, I made choices to be busy. I made choices to focus on other things. I made choices to, you know, blame whatever I was Which is blaming. the excuse route. It was the excuse route. You made the route. choice to make an excuse. I did. Yeah. And I made the choice to do nothing. And then I was so overwhelmed knowing that I had all this work to do and it was on me to do it. And there was mm. no fast way to do it. Mm. I can tell you that. It was literally slow and grinding. But I did it. And I got. I became focused and I made the choice to make myself proud, to make my partner proud and to really show myself really what I can do when I'm focused. So that's right. So remember marinating as well as what we spoke about before. Marinating is the choice of making an excuse not to do anything. It's marination is indecision, is in being indecisive, which in turn takes you down the excuse route anyway. So mm-hmm. just just know that. Know that if you're just sitting there in your life going, oh, well, I haven't, you know, I haven't decided. I haven't made a choice. Well, no, you have. It's just been, it's been the choice of not making a decision, which is ultimately an excuse. So reflect on that. And if you come across a crossroads, remember you hold the power. Remember the three tips that we just gave you that I will not rattle off because I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, because we're in flow, man. We're in flow. Um, but, you know, remember those tips. Reflect back. Take a moment. Um, you know, decisions don't have to, like choices, doesn't have to be instantaneous. You can choose to just go, okay, I'm going to step back on, step back from this and just view everything and make sure that I know what I'm doing. Don't give your power away. You hold the power every minute, every hour, every year, all of that. Any last send-offs, Hannah? I can write all the tips. Oh, go. Oh, okay. Big okay. flex. Big yeah, flex. Big flex, okay, big flex of on. the uh, active listening. Um, <laughs> yeah, tip number one is know your values. Yes. So you're in there, you're making a decision, know your effing values. If you don't, that's step number one is just go freaking learn that. Step two is envision. What is it going to feel like, sound like, look like if I make this decision? Go both, both decisions, to study or not to study. Do that scenario in your head and tip number three which is now leaving my memory oh okay no I'm getting there I I am it is coming tip number three I cannot remember (laughs) damn it we're not flowing now we're out of flow but um just just, rewind just rewind and go to tip three tip three I'll remember it as soon as I get off here but yeah I was (laughs) sitting here on my high horse of how great my memory was and (laughs) and then I was like how great is it if I if, if I was to forget it and I did anyway you hold the choice you have the power to I think tip number three was you hold the power you hold the power? Yeah. Let's make Let, it then. Let's, let's go with we're that. We're going with that. <laughs> right. If not, there could it, be a slight 3A in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, that's us done. So just remember that, as always, indecisiveness is a choice. It is something that 
um, you choose to do, um, but you also hold that power to make those really powerful choices in your life. Yes, and I would like to um, read the review of the week, which I was meant to do at the start, but be nice, I'm three weeks rusty. So just before we go, I want to each week we read out a review that we've had on our podcast. This one is from MJ Hood. She says, thoroughly enjoying every episode. Well, so far, I haven't found an episode that I have disliked. Episodes that are just the alpha babes or interviewing someone someone have all been extremely interesting. My husband has enjoyed them too. I enjoy that the girls don't fluff about with silly questions when interviewing people. They ask the questions that will be straight to the point and share the information we all want to know. I think what sets them apart from other podcasts is they interview people that align with them and give their audience information that is so badly lacking from social media world. Looking forward to many more episodes. Thank you very much, MJ Hood. That's very kind. I like MJ I love, Hood. I like MJ Hood. Just, MJ cool Hood, name. you're in the hood, man. Yeah, That's you're cool. on the alphabet hood. I just love literally it. put up like some Wu-Tang like she did. <laughs> signs on my fingers. Cool. <laughs> you're now 30. Oh, you I'm, can't do that. I'm 30 and not able to do Wu-Tang sign language. <laughs> okay, all right, I'm getting off. All right, peace.